Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to a bonus episode of the podcast How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. I haven't done a bonus episode since October 3rd. That means we've gone an entire month without having the trending Marian tweets and topics. So there are lots to cover, and let's get to it. Peter Nguyen tweeted on October 3rd, Got invested with the brown scapular today. Can I get a nice? Now, the brown scapular, maybe you wear the brown scapular. Many of our guests on How They Love Mary say that they wear the brown scapular. Typically, you would get invested in it, meaning that a priest would say some prayers and would place the scapular on you. Such an investiture enrolls you in the confraternity of the brown scapular with all the rights and duties and privileges of such a confraternity, including your responsibility to prayer. Wearing the brown scapular is a way in which we clothe ourselves in Mary's prayers and protection. If you want to learn more about scapulars, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to the episode with Steve Caracas, the founder of scapulars.com, where he shares so much about his own devotion to the brown scapular. I'll post a link in the show notes if you want to go back to that episode. October 7th was the Feast of the Holy Rosary, and there are lots of tweets that we could cover on the Feast of the Holy Rosary. These are just a few that I've selected. Cassie, at Calm Catholic Girl, girl being G-R-L, tweeted this. The rosary is boring. That's in quotation marks. I'm sorry that asking the mother of God himself to help you pray through and see with her eyes the most exciting, dramatic, and life-changing events that will ever happen on this earth while receiving tons of graces for praying the rosary also bores you. She's just calling us all out. If we say that the rosary is boring, what she's suggesting is, no, it's not boring. There's so much there. It is a treasure chest of meditation, of reflection. We just need to learn how to properly engage it. And that's why every week on the episode, I ask that question, can you offer a tip to help people pray their rosary better? And if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, I hope that those tips have helped you because I know I've begun using some of those tips in my own life, and they've been a tremendous help to me as a rosary prayer. Father Patrick Hyde tweeted, pray the rosary every day. It will change your life. Blessed Bartolo Longo was a satanic priest when a Dominican taught him the rosary. He dedicated the rest of his life to Christ, the church, and promoting the rosary. Hold your mother's hand. Let her lead you to her son. That's exactly what happens every time we pray the rosary. Mary holds our hands. In fact, some of the saints have said that when you hold the rosary, you hold the hand of Mary. And that's a beautiful sentiment, one that Father Patrick brings out in his tweet. Tommy Tai, author of Hashtag Blessed Mother, tweeted this. Happy Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. Here's my rosary that has 11 Hail Mary beads for every mystery to help make up for my wandering and distracted mind. I think that's pretty comical to pray an extra Hail Mary on each set of beads. Maybe if you pray the rosary in a group sometimes when you're thumbing along, you might notice, did I miss a bead? Did they miss a bead? Why are we still praying the Hail Mary when we surely are at 13 or 14 Hail Marys? The beads are meant to help us count, but sometimes, as Tommy says, we become distracted and wandering in our mind and maybe lose that sense of direction with the rosary beads. 
Celeste, handle at Celeste underscore CC7, tweeted this, The rosary is never poorly prayed. Even if there's distraction and every Hail Mary seems to lead you to another thought, concern, or some, or some small thing needing tending, stay the course. You need the quiet of this practice, and you're walking through all thoughts with the hand of your mother. I like to think that when we have those distracting thoughts while we're praying the rosary, that those are invitations for us to pray. Or maybe that it's God reminding us about something that we need to do. You might recall this from an episode with Anthony DiStefano, that children's book author, that he said that sometimes when he prays the rosary that he gets the ideas for his book. So I really think that the rosary can be a conduit to creative expression and ideas and a way in which God speaks to us to remind us and maybe entrust those things of our life to God through the hands of the Blessed Virgin. My friend and classmate, we went to seminary for six years together. Father Ryan Rojo tweeted, Dear USCCB, the rosary for America was nice. It is good to see our shepherds praying in such a creative way. You might recall on October 7th, the video that the USCCB premiered inviting all the Catholics to join in prayer at a specific time. And it was a very beautiful video. And I remember I was driving and I pulled up the video and listened to it through my car audio. And you had some bishops leading the rosary. Then they would go to some kids that would pray the glory be or something like that. And it was just a beautiful expression of the collegiality of the bishops in terms of prayer and devotion to Our Lady, because truly we need the prayers of the Blessed Mother. Peace in the Rosary tweeted, saying the Rosary brings peace, compassion, joy. Focus one day at a time, then keep going. Talk to Mary like a friend. That's something. Talk to Mary like a friend. Talk to Mary like she's your mother. That's something that my friend Marge Fenlin will often tweet out. Talk to Mary today. Share with her your concerns and your worries and all these things. Yes, please take that to God in prayer, but also ask Mary. She's a caring mother, a loving mother. She wants to know what your struggles are so she can bring them to her son. Anne Marie, handle at Annie is Catholic, said this, Ladies, biggest tip, marry a man who is devoted to our Blessed Mother. Find a man who loves Mary, and that love and respect will reflect in how he treats you. Enough said. Great tweet, Anne Marie. October 12th was the memorial of Our Lady of Aparecida. Bishop Elias Lorenzo, handle at Bishop Elias OSB, said this, O Lady of Aparecida, Mother of God, Queen of Angels, Advocate of Sinners, Refuge and Consolation of the Afflicted, O Blessed Virgin, full of power and kindness, cast a favorable look upon us, that we may be helped in every need. Amen. And Catholic Sat tweeted this, Today is the feast of Our Lady of Aparecida, Queen and Patroness of Brazil. On this day in 1717, three fishermen found the miraculous statue of Our Lady of Aparecida in the Pariba River. Hashtag Sinodo Amazonica Nossa Senhora de Concepcion Aparecida Rogue por Nos. That was all in Portuguese, by the way. I probably read it with a Spanish accent or maybe a French accent. If you want to learn more about Our Lady of Aparecida, I would encourage you to join my Patreon at patreon.com slash howtheylovemary. I intend during the month of November to tell the story of Aparecida in greater detail in one of the short videos that you'll get 
by becoming a Patreon supporter. Tommy Ty gets a second shout out here on How They Love Mary today at the handle at the GH is silent. She is like fertile soil, always giving birth, always bearing the dead, tirelessly perpetuating life through immortal generations. The figure of Mary as mother assumes and summarizes the grief, the struggle, and the hope of innumerable mothers who have perpetuated life on earth. What a beautiful quote about the Blessed Virgin Mary. The figure of Mary assumes and summarizes the grief, the struggle, the hope of innumerable mothers. That's what St. Luke says at the presentation of Jesus in the temple. A sword will pierce your heart so that the thoughts of many might be revealed. Jesus becomes incarnate in the incarnation, and as he does so, he takes on everything of our human nature. He takes on our pain. He experiences our suffering. He knows grief and loss. The Son of God, who is God himself, takes on all of that. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses, says the author of the Hebrews. Our heavenly mother similarly knows all of these things, and that's why she is the advocate for each and every one of us. Father Ryan Hildebrand at Father Hildebrand said, if you want to take a grad level course in Mariology, read Hefner, The Mystery of Mary, Shabin, Mariology, and H. Rahner, that's Hugo Rahner, Our Lady and the Church. Our Lady and the Church is one of the best Mariological texts I've ever read. Father Ryan, thanks for those great recommendations for the textbooks on Mariology. I encourage you all to maybe pick up one of those books. I think that the Hugo Rahner text, like you said, will serve people quite well. It's a patristic book, so it brings together the thought of the early Christianity and the writers and thinkers in, in those early days of the first few hundreds of the church along different topics. New Eve, Mary Assumed into Heaven, all of these different titles, Ever Virgin, so forth, etc. And it gives you their thought. A beautiful book. Highly recommend. Lots of other books. One day I want to put together a list of the books about the Blessed Mother that I would recommend. And also, on each episode of How They Love Mary, I ask each guest, could you give me a Marian book recommendation? And they do so. I would love to pull together every book that they've recommended. The Catholic World Report at Sea World Report shared a story, Our Lady of Sorrows painting recovered from burned California Mission Church. The link will be in the show notes if you're interested in learning more. Maria Teresa at Catholic Gabby said, How can people just live life without Our Lady? Isn't that a good question? Not only is it our Protestant brothers and sisters who are living their life without the Blessed Mother, but there are many Catholics who are living their life without the Virgin Mary, without recourse to her intercession. How can you live life without the prayers of Mary? St. Louis de Montfort says we need the prayers of Mary. We need her example and her help. We want to live our life with her, and that's why you're listening to this podcast, How They Love Mary. And let's continue to spread the love of the Blessed Mother. Make it known so that no one will live their life without knowing the Blessed Virgin Mary and the power of her intercession. Actress Patricia Heaton at Patricia Heaton. Let me tell you, it is my podcast dream to bring Patricia Heaton onto the show one of these days. I sent her a message one day and never heard back, but of course, I'm sure she gets lots of messages. So I'm going to keep pressing for that, I think. But she tweeted this on October 28th. As we head to the brink, I highly recommend a daily rosary and tuning out social media 
tuning in classical music. Patricia Heaton is a public figure on Twitter. 443,000 followers. And she tweeted out about the rosary. That is a powerful statement. Patricia, thank you for your devotion to the Blessed Mother. Thank you for praying the rosary and sharing that with so many of your followers. And please, if you listen to this humble podcast, please accept my invitation to come on and let's talk about your Marian devotion. Joan Marie at Beacon Mia said, let's pray a rosary for the victims that lost their lives in France. I just can't believe this happened. So much violence and no love. Joan, you're onto something there. Use the rosary as one of your prayers when you hear tragic news. When you hear about these victims dying in France, pray the rosary. Bring out your beads, hopefully from your pocket, maybe in your purse. Pray the rosary. When someone calls you and says, Hey, this person is hours from death. Pull out your rosary. Pray for them. When someone says that they just lost their job, pull out your rosary and pray for them. The Boston pilot shared a story about Mary Undurov not seen as offering hope amid tangled reality of pandemic. Read more at the link in the show notes. Riza at Classic Riza asked, do you pray the rosary in public? And I actually responded to her tweet because that very day I was walking a nature trail down near Madison and I was praying the rosary as I made my trek. I happened upon people along the way and I wasn't wearing a collar. It was my day off and I had the rosary in my hand. And I wondered as each person maybe came up to me and saw me, did they see those beads? And did they say, this is a person who loves God. This is a person who is praying. And maybe that public witness encouraged them to say, I need to pray more. I need to find my rosary. I need to pray the rosary with my family. There's a really cool thing on All Saints Day. I hate to say I didn't participate, partly because I didn't know what I would put for all the answers. That's why I didn't do it. But this really cool tweet that everybody was quote tweeting. So I don't know who the originator of that was, but it was an amazing little thing. And I saw so many of these throughout the day. I picked two of them to share with you. Basically, what was asked on All Saints Day was pick six. Pick six saints. A Marian title, a biblical person, a martyr, a doctor, a virgin, and a modern Those were the six categories. You had to pick them and then share them. Catherine Addington at C. Addington 11 for her Marian title picked Mar de Dieu de Montserrat. And if I'm not mistaken, this is a devotion in Spain. And I believe that Thomas Merton had a devotion to this title of the Blessed Virgin. Secondly, Meg Hunter Kilmer at Meg Hunter Kilmer. Her Marian title was Our Lady Lover of the World. I replied to that tweet and I told Meg, you got to come on How They Love Mary and let's talk about that title. And uh, she's like, I made it up, but I'd love to talk with you. And I'm happy to confirm that I did reach out to her again and said, hey, you love the saints and let's do an episode at the end of December and let's talk about saints and maybe picking a patron saint for the year. So Meg Hunter Kilmer is great. I hope that you'll tune into that episode at the end of January and maybe as we talk about it, how to pick a patron saint for the year. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to this bonus episode of How They Love Mary, where I was able to provide some commentary for you on some of these Marian tweets and topics that I've seen on social media in the past 30 plus days. So it was a big episode, a lot of content. 
I'm hoping that I'll get back to the regular bonus episodes for all of us because I really do enjoy it. And it's an opportunity for me just to share a little bit about each tweet and maybe to go a little bit more in depth and to share my own thoughts and insights into it. And I hope that you appreciate it. If you like this podcast, please rate it. Please review it on Apple Podcasts. Ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts help to be recommended in other searches and features as people are listening to other Catholic podcasts. And I'd be honored if you would leave a comment, a review, a rating there. Please, if you like this podcast, share some of your favorite episodes on social media. Spread the word. Help people come to encounter our Catholic faith and especially the powerful intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And if you want to help this podcast along, please uh, please go learn more about the Patreon, patreon.com slash howtheylovemary. Your help through the Patreon is going to assist me in upgrading my equipment, paying for the hosting each month, and also possibly bringing somebody on board to help me with graphic design so that we can have graphics and put them out and promote uh, some of the episodes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on How They Love Mary.